What up, everybody? NFL free agency is so close, you can taste it. Whether it's legal or illegal, the tampering period sounds so delicious. And soon, very soon, will be the land of the emergency pods and big free agent signings, or maybe medium free agent signings. We really don't know, but damn if we're not excited. Plus, a little bit of bracket talk. Big, big Washington Football Talk podcast coming up right now. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What up, everybody? It's J.P. Finley. It's Washington Football Talk Podcast. We're brought to you by Oarsman Automotive. Check them out online, oarsmanva.com, or go look at one of their six locations. They got great salespeople, take good care of you. New cars, used cars, lease cars, fix your car, all sorts of cars. Anything you need. Fake cars? I don't know. Uh, Mitch Tischler's here. Pete Haley is here. The Maryland Terrapins are in the NCAA tournament. The Georgetown Hoyas are in the NCAA tournament. The Virginia Cavaliers are in the NCAA tournament. The Virginia Tech Hokies are in the NCAA tournament. Guys, obviously there's a ton of football to talk about, but real quick, watching the bracket release, the selection show, made me realize how sad, like not having March Madness last year was such a gut punch, and I'm so excited to have it back. I am so excited to have it back. We were complaining as we were watching the selection show about the reaction shots, how sad the reaction shots looked because the teams were just, you know, sitting socially distanced and kind of cheering in a vacuum. And you just think about you know, like know, jump bug. Of, yeah. Imagine like, remember like when Mount St. Mary, when they announced Mount St. Mary's normally, like they have it in the middle of their oh, court Mount and St. everyone just goes crazy. Pete, is Mitch the biggest Mount St. Mary's fan on the planet? Uh, yeah. Besides like, Parents of the players, he's certainly up there. Nobody I mean, references the Mount St. Mary's more than Mitch. Yeah, it's super cool when the small schools get in, like, and they and they're not and they're not typically in, or, or they don't get in often. So, anyway, it was it was sad seeing that celebration, but so great to have it back. It was such a huge void last year, not having it. I, I can't wait. I'm also very thrilled to have it back, but I didn't watch a second of the Selection Sunday show. I was too busy watching highlights of Justin Thomas and his final round of the players. He's my new favorite. He's my favorite good golfer. Ricky Fowler's just my favorite golfer. I'd like to make that clear. So I've watched the whole players. Like I've watched the end and it ended in perfect time just to go to selection Sunday. And you just watched the highlights. I was watching Thomas. I played a little call of duty and I made chicken tenders that are getting destroyed on social media. So I didn't watch any college hoops stuff because I don't really care. I just want to see the games this next weekend. So it's fitting that JP said that uh, that uh, free agency was so delicious having it right around the corner, unlike your chicken tenders, Pete. And we'll this Call of Duty from. obsession might be starting to be a problem. I, I believe you uh, you were on Call of Duty during a work meeting last week. If, am I mistaken? 
All right, JP, what do you want to get into here? What's the format? Listen, I, I think the betting is a bigger problem for Pete right now than the Call of Duty, unless he's losing money on Call of Duty also, which would be news to me. Are you are you losing money on Call of Duty, Pete? Losing brain cells there, losing money on the sports gambling. Uh, but yeah, gambling, way bigger problem than virtual warfare. <laughs> um, I also want to be clear. I'm a huge Mount St. Mary's fan. I have a lot of family that went there. I love the Mount. I just Mitch always talks about them. So that's all I was clearing up. Um, here's what I want to do. Here's the plan for the pod. So we'll time check it Sunday night, 8.20 p.m. Free agency's coming, and we're going to give you our informed guesses and some just wild guesses, but nobody knows what's going to happen. So we're going to do a uh, – it was a good idea from Pete. It was a five questions about free agency podcast. We have three questions that are planned, and then two, I sent out a tweet, and a bunch of people are going to reply. Mitch, tell everybody your Twitter handle. At Mitch underscore Tischler, T-I-S-C-H-L-E-R, Though I did Google today how to change a Twitter uh, handle, so that may be happening soon. But for the purpose of this pod, Mitch underscore Tischler. Did you have to Google that? Like, you just go to the settings and change it. I mean, I figured it was just go to settings and change it, but I I don't know. I was, I was, uh, I, I I was, uh, I don't remember what, what prompted it, but I thought about it and I was like, ah, I wonder how easy it is to do if I can do it on my phone or do I have to be, or if I can do it on the app or do I have to be on the website to do it, so. It may, right. it may be changing. Let's get Mitch to 10K. That's the, that's, the, uh, that's the focus from now until the draft. How about that? Does that seem like a reasonable – that's our plan. Um, yeah. All right. We've got 2,000 or just under 2,000 away. Let's get Mitch to 10K. So we're going to do the questions. Let's start with the big one. I mean, we can't go 10 minutes without talking about quarterback. So – Do you think the Washington football team is going to sign? And it's critical to point out that we're only saying sign a quarterback in free agency. Pete, you start. Uh, My answer here is going to be, yes, they will sign one. I think a lot of it has to do with their draft position. We heard Ron Rivera say last week that staying at number 19 and waiting for a quarterback to fall there is going to be very difficult because if you like a guy, there's chances that many other teams in front of you like the same guys as well. Um, and all the mocks have the guys going like the top 10 or 12 anyway. So I think they will sign one just to kind of make sure they get some new blood in the quarterback room, and then they can maybe draft a guy as well and let all those players enter camp. And I'm looking at Marcus Mariota. I think the Raiders are going to release him, and I think that will be the quarterback Washington signs because they were reportedly interested in him when he was on the trade market. Didn't work, but let's see when he gets released if they'll then sign him. Dude, we had – I think his name's Michael Giannitti – he is the founder. He's spot track on Twitter, like spot track, the website. He's the guy he thinks a Mariota deal is going to end up like a Teddy Bridgewater deal, like 20 mil a year. I'm out at 20 mil. Yeah, I I agree. I'm out at 20 mil too. I think that they will eventually sign somebody, but I don't know that this veteran that this is going to be a quick signing over the next couple of days. So I I say no for, for this week. I think that, they're going to let things play out. I don't think they're going to go. They're going to, I don't think the options, the vet options that are available are sexy enough that I want to spend as much money as I believe it may cost to get one of those guys. And they're going to be looking at a veteran QB, but it's going to be less sexy than, than uh, all the offseason discussion that we've had about, you know, Russ Wilson and, and uh, Deshaun Watson and, and even Ryan Fitzpatrick and, and Marcus Mariota and folks like that. So I think that they will eventually sign a vet. I just don't think it's going to happen immediately. 
I think Mitch used the word sexy like three times in his answer. I'm wearing my jeans today, so I figured I'd, I'd bust it out. I I think – I don't think they're going to sign somebody. I think they either draft or trade for somebody. Maybe if Mariota comes open. We had this discussion. It, it, these are three options. Mariota, Jameis, Darnold. Who do you want? Rank them. Mitch, go, go first. Mariota, I think, by a long shot, won. Uh, <laughs> then – a sizable gap to uh, Jameis and then Darnold right behind him. I just, I I don't, I, I, Darnold, I think the accuracy issues are a real problem. And for a team that is probably going to have to operate much like it did this year in the past couple of years, where it's not turn the ball over on offense. I think that Darnold presents some problems there. If we're trying to not turn the ball over, obviously Jameis isn't the guy. So for me, that's why, Mariota is the sexiest of those three options. Bringing sex. Um, my ranking is Winston one highest ceiling because I think all three of these guys you just try them out and if not then you go back to the QB carousel you put another quarter in you ride it next offseason so Winston one, Darnold two, Mariota three. Yeah, I think I think you're still on the QB carousel with these dudes. I don't think this gets you off, but I'd rather roll with upside. And to me, Jameis has had the biggest season, even with all the turnovers. Go look at Tom Brady's career numbers. His picks were up this year. Like Arians wants to push the ball downfield. That's what happens. Jameis obviously did it too much, but I'd go Jameis, Darnold, Mariota. Mariota started for five years. Like what do we need to find out? I I feel like we know what's there. And maybe it's good enough or or better than what Washington has. But Darnold, at least there's, if you believe it or not, there's possibly potential to be way more than what he is. So I I go with Pete. I go Jameis, Darnold, Mariota. I I just, I don't know, man. The best thing that Jameis and Mariota did was not play because everybody's really intrigued again. Yep. Um, Absence makes the heart grow fonder, as they say. Indeed. Exactly, Pete. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Our next question is there a hundred million dollar free agent coming to Washington? So we were hammering out the kind of questions we wanted to do. And, and me, Pete and I kind of combined a question because, and we're talking about total contract value, right? But this means you're signing an elite top of the market guy. So if you get a receiver, Kenny Galladay, by the time the number his agent's going to tell the world will probably top a hundred mil. 
right? I mean, if he gets 18 and a signing bonus kind of thing. Should we lower this maybe to like 90? Or do, should we lower this to like 80 mil? Let's yeah. make it 85. We'll split the difference. How about a question? Does Brandon Sheriff count? Or is this only for this like upcoming short window? Very good question. And I'll let Mitch decide. I think that Brandon Sheriff should count. Um, unfortunately, I don't believe that we're going to see a Sheriff contract or any other contract worth 85 mil. If, uh, if we set that number at 50 as the, or 60 as the number, I would have gone just under that because I think that there's some good players. You don't out think there they're going to sign somebody worth 50 for with a 50 million total contract value. I'm saying they will. Yeah, but that's kind of nothing. I, I, I don't think that, I don't, I don't think they're going to be signing a, who, what are the players that are available in free agency that are going to get 80 million plus deals? Trent Williams, Kenny Galladay, Will Fuller, maybe. Funny, like there's not a lot of guys who are going to be getting these huge deals. And then on top you of you don't it, think, but I mean, you just dropped it to 50 or 60. That's a pretty big Delta. Yeah. I, I think that, I think they're going to go after, I think, I think Corey Davis is going to be Corey Davis. I think they're going to try and uh, get the two dudes from Tennessee, Corey Davis and Jayon Brown. And I think both deals are going to be in the 50 to $60 million range for three to four years. Depending four years for the linebacker, three years for wide receiver. And so I, I think they're going to swing. I think they're going to swing. And I think they're going to sign a couple of the top, the better players that are available. I just don't think they're going to sign the top, top of the, the top, top of the list. Yeah. I, I think I'm with you there, Mitch. Like, I don't think this means they're going to be conservative and not go after some guys. I just don't know if there's a big enough name for them to go that high of a number. And plus you have to think about, well, some of these top players want to take a shorter deal as it's kind of become the new uh, thing to do in free agency, take a two or three year deal and then jump back into the pool when you're 31, when you're 28 right now, just continue to get another bite at the apple, which is another nice cliche bite at the sexy apple. So um, I don't know if they're going to go for Galladay and he's the only one I see going up to that 80 million. There's a PFF projected Corey Davis signing with Washington for four for 65. I think that could be the biggest amount of money they outlay. So no, my answer to this is no. Me too. I, uh, I mean, to Mitch's point, I just don't think there's somebody worth that sort of dollar amount. You need a, you almost might need a quarterback to get out there. And I don't think there's a quarterback at that dollar. I think if you make it 60, I think somebody goes over 60 for sure. Um, yeah, uh, Fuller yeah. was the most expensive last year at 40, so I do expect there to be a pretty sizable jump, but not jumping from 40 to 80. I think they're going right down the middle around 60. You guys, I said I don't think Sheriff is getting a long-term deal. You guys think we're going to see a long-term deal for him, for him? No, not bullish. I am bearish. I am uh, – let's see, who's a good bear? Lance Briggs bearish on it. So, Mitch, are you bearish on all of free agency? It's very unlike you. I think they're going to do a good job. I don't think it's going to be as explosive as we've been hoping and potentially certain, possibly surmising uh, the last couple of weeks slash months. I, I think I that think- the, the landscape that's out there right now with the, um, with the salary cap being as where it is and the way that players are, I believe, going to attack this free agency period, I think we're going to see a lot of 
I think players are going to want to sign a lot of short-term contracts. Owners are going to want or GMs are going to want to sign players with an assumption of what the con what the cap is going to be going forward. But I don't know that there's going to be an agreement there. And I think you're going to see a lot of short-term deals. And for me, I don't want to see Washington go out and sign a bunch of dudes to one-year deals. I don't think that going one year for 20 mil for Kenny Galladay, if that's what he ends up wanting, does does you a whole lot of good. And at that point, I'd rather go deeper down the list and get a guy who you think can be here for a couple of years, hopefully, and, and you can round some stuff out. They're not in a, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not right on the precipice of, of trying to win a Super Bowl. So signing a dude to a high dollar one year deal beyond, you know, whatever happened with Sheriff is what it is, but beyond that is, has much value. I think Galladay is going to sign. I think he'll get a big deal. Not here, not necessarily here, but like, I think the thought of, I think top of the market free agents that can get paid are going to get paid. I think Allen Robinson, I don't know if you guys heard what I asked Ron in the presser last week, but I, I kind of asked a pointed question about players that got franchise tagged. Do they change your strategy? And I, I really think they were going to go after Robinson. I don't know that you go after Galladay um, with the same vigor. Um, but I appreciated I, you asking Ron directly. What player was it that you wanted to go after that got franchise tagged? I mean, what's funny is that, like, because those things are live streamed and, like, live in lots of places, like, they don't know that that's, like, a joke just to kind of keep like, – I'm just messing around and Ron knows yeah. it, but, like, whatever. Um, I, uh, I don't know if I'm as – I think they're going to try to make some swings, take some swings, and, and then – like last year, they won't press if it's not there. Unlike Pete and his gambling streak, they're not going to press if they don't get an early win. Yeah, same same with golf. Like, you, you don't hit the fairway. You don't need to break out the Mitch Tischler three-wood out of the bunker and go for the green. Just chip out and live to fight another day. <laughs> um, all right, last one is the under-the-radar signing, if you want to call your shot. And then we're going to go yeah. to Twitter questions. I'm going to say the player they should sign and they will sign is Kwan Williams. He's a former 49ers slot cornerback. Washington looks like they're set with Kendall Fuller and then Ronald Darby or Ronald Darby's replacement, but neither of those guys are full-time slot players. I think they're better on the outside. And Kwan Williams is a guy coming from San Fran. Martin Mayhew knows him. He's not going to cost you too much, four or five million a year. And he has never had a PFF grade below 66.2 and they said his best play has been genuinely elite so i think Kwan williams on a two or three year deal seems like the nice gritty corner that can just take out the shiftier receivers that can become a problem every sunday and it won't break the bank but it will make your defense a lot better and a lot more well-rounded yeah my i, I said my uh my my beaver shot earlier and it was jay on brown linebacker from uh tennessee he had a shoulder injury at the end of last year so, uh, or a dislocated elbow. So I guess uh, part of that's going to be, you know, seeing how that recovery is going and uh, where it goes. But I think that he's going to get something like four years for 45 mil or so. And I think that he could be the answer as a really good uh, coverage, uh, pass coverage linebacker and would add a lot to this defense and be a nice, uh, be a nice piece that could, could hopefully fill in for a couple of years. So that's my shot. I'm calling Jayon Brown, which isn't, I guess, the Babe Ruth of shots because he's, one of the better linebackers that's available, but that's that, I'll go with him. And, uh, he might be the best linebacker available, right? 
Yeah. Uh, sign. What's his name in Seattle? KJ. Uh, KJ Wright. KJ Wright. Uh, yeah. Um, it's. Yeah. It's. There's a couple guys out there, but yeah. On, yeah. on top of your pass coverage comment, that's something Ron emphasized in the pressure when JP wasn't asking him who he wants to sign. He mentioned Kevin Pierre-Lewis's name like three times out of nowhere, saying, I like guys who can be fast and who can cover. That's what Jayon Brown does. So that'd be a good way for them to spend their cash. Yeah. Um, I mean, my pick in the same article Pete mentioned was Anthony Walker, who's not a cover guy. He's just a downhill thumper, good tackler, super smart LB. And I'm curious what you guys think about this. Ron and Jack Del Rio were career linebackers. They both had a nice career in the NFL. Neither of them, I think JDR had a Pro Bowl. I, I don't think Ron ever did, but they kind of were, I don't, I don't know, not at all journeymen. Like they were better than that. But, but I just am not positive that these dudes are going to go top of the market at linebacker. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, you got to – I certainly oh, agree with that line of thinking in some ways in that they're going to be linebackers as, – as guys who played in the league, a linebacker, they're going to think that they have a pretty good, job, pretty good idea of how to identify a guy that can fill that gap. And if they're feeling confident that they know that they can get somebody who's, you know, a little bit lower down the list who's maybe a little bit cheaper, I, I could see them going that direction. I just – I think that it's such a glaring need and they need somebody – to fill that gap now because that was a that was a clear issue last year and it's something that they need to fill now so i, I think they're gonna address it quickly swiftly. i'll go the other way i think because they are former linebackers they have a very high view of the position and they want it to be played really well and i think they tried maybe the standard average linebacker approach last year with guys like bostic kpl and cole holcomb and they saw i mean they told us all the time how much they wanted more production out of that spot so i think they see we're, we have a really good front. We have a decent secondary. We need a rover in the middle, a rangy linebacker who can complete our defense. So while some may devalue linebacker a little bit, it's all about pass rushing corners. I think these two guys will perhaps overvalue and be willing to um, go out there and grab one of the better options. Interesting. All right. I want to thank Orsman Automotive of Virginia. We ride with them. Want you to do the same thing. Check them out. Orsmanva.com online or go to any of their six showrooms. They got, all kinds of different cars. They can sell you anything you want. They might even sell Peter cars someday. Who knows? Um, you want to go to the Twitter questions? To the Twitter questions. To Twitter. So I like this one a lot because it's really specific. We were, we were kind of talking about this. Like approaching free agency is really hard because there's probably 300 possible free agents across the league at a million different positions. Like, to sit here and try to tell you definitively one thing or another is just a little bit silly, but I'd really like this question. This is from Sam gold, Samuel gold. Um, he's a, he's a Washington football team fan, but he does film breakdowns for the Seahawks for the athletic. You can follow him on Twitter at Samuel R gold. His question was thoughts on Cornelius Lucas as a long-term option. I see a bunch of people think we should draft a left tackle or sign a free agent to replace him, even though he played pretty well last year. Big man, I was going to let you start there if you want. Yeah, I, listen, Cornelius Lucas did play quite well last year. He he filled in admirably. We've talked about it on uh, this podcast before. Uh, just a little bit, you got to take a little bit of some of the rankings of, you know, he, he didn't allow this many sacks or, you know, 
they gain this many yards running behind him it, with a grain of salt just because it's a little bit tough to uh, to to always know exactly who's getting credit for, for what along the offensive line. But listen, Cornelius, Cornelius Lucas played well. I think that he's a – that was a perfect situation for him to step in last year. I think that's exactly what you want out of the guy. If in a pinch they're unable to sign somebody at the right dollar value, then, yeah, you can roll with Cornelius Lucas next year as your starting left tackle. But ideally, I think that he fits better as a perfect backup swing tackle, and he is a he's an above-average backup tackle, much like Ty Inseki was, you know, years ago when uh, Morgan Moses would get hurt or Trent would miss, you know, part of a game or whatever. Inseki would step in and play quite well, and everyone was like, why don't we pay the dude to be a starter? Well, they paid him in Buffalo, and and the, the results have been what they've been. So as far as, you know, what they do in free agency slash the draft, I think they are going to look for another tackle. And maybe it's a competition situation where they bring in a middle of the road guy and, you know, let him and Lucas battle it out in training camp and figure out who the starter should be. And obviously you also still have Sadiq Charles, who's, you know, there's just, I we don't know what, what he is. I think he becomes a guard. I, I ultimately agree with you, but he was a tackle at coming out of college, but I do agree that I think ultimately he ends up being just a guard, but uh, they need to bring in another tackle. They can't go in with, uh, with, uh, uh, what's his name? The kid from Louisville as their as their backup swing tackle. I Darren Christian. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with Cornelius, and I think you know I'm coming around to them perhaps drafting the left tackle of the future at 19, and then that puts him as a starter, Cornelius, in his perfect backup role. But um, left tackle to me is not a pressing need in free agency. I don't see them spending on like a Russell Okum, Alejandro Villanueva. I just think there's other harder needs that they need to fill out and left tackle will be addressed in the draft. And then Cornelius will factor in depending on how well he performs in camp. Yeah. I think you bring Lucas back, but I think you ideally identify a left tackle of the future in the draft. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, all right. We're going to do one more here. Also Pete, Tim Meek texted me uh, an audio response that you get to put in at the end of the pod. Okay. Okay. What if it's a question? Is he, or is he just going to be making points? No, I told him to set. I told him to send in two predictions. Mitch, what are you holding? What is that? It's a prism. A prism? Sure is a prism. A geo prism. He just said that as if you should have known that, JP. Yeah, like, like it looked prism. like a giant ice cube or something. It looked very bizarre. Um, I got this tweet from Isa Punk. What is the downside to going after Allen Robinson? So they tagged Robinson. This, this, I'm not even opening up to the floor. I was interested in spending for Robinson when it was going to be a lot of money because they have money. I'm not interested in going after Robinson if, if it requires picks from the Bears. I'm out on that. Uh, binary vote up, down, gentlemen. Agree. Retweet. Okay, cool. Um, so I'm going to kind of combine two questions because we talked quarterbacks a little bit earlier, but I want to dig in specifically on two guys. Um, Sabat with Sabat Sabachwit. I don't know. Sabachwit. Um, then why not Trubisky as third quarterback in the room next season? Low risk, possibly high reward. I love Heineke and Allen, but Mitch could be your younger version of Alex Smith and more mobile. Um, please address this on the podcast. I'll be listening. And then our guy Nui Scruggs tweeted at me, Jameis Winston, could he, he be the Washington football team QB one? So found that interesting. 
we haven't really talked about Trubisky at all. Um, I'll say this, and maybe I'm further down on Darnold than most. I would rather sign Mitch for a year than trade for Darnold. I would rather give Mitch whatever that money looks like, 15 mil. Maybe it's a two-year, you guarantee the first, then give up a, what I think is going to end up being a second for Sam Darnold. Yeah, if the if it's a second for Darnold, I'm all the way out on it. I the best I'd be willing to do, and I don't even know that I would I would love doing this. I would hold my nose if it was the extra third they have for him for for Darnold. If it's if you're signing Mitch for a flyer, then you know, and he's he's a he's a he's a flyer that you're bringing in because basically nobody else you weren't able to get anybody else. Then so be it. But there's only room for one Mitch in DC, and and they and he doesn't play quarterback for the Washington football team. I mean, that was just the most obvious line ever that that was going to happen at the end of your analysis. I knew it was coming. Um, yeah, I think sure. like Mitch seriously means that. Like he really doesn't want Trubisky here because they no, have the same it, name. he's he brings he's brought it up like four or five years in a row. Every Anytime time. you mention Mitch Trubisky, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I guess if he I represented my name say, well, I would love having him here. Oh, I God. would. I would like to sit here and say I'd give up a second for Darnold instead of sign Trubisky, but I can't. That'd be foolish. Um, not really moved by the idea of Mitch Trubisky, but sure, if there's nobody or Mitch, I'm all for just more arms in that room, more competition, as Ron Rivera likes to breed. Breed? Um, all right, let's do one more. These are these are good. How about this one, JP, from Sammy WFT fan at okay. JP Finley NBCS. Who do you think we get? That's it. That's it. Um, it just says, who do you think we get? <laughs> how about we this? this? We called our shots. This is from Pistol Offense official at official HPO. How much money do you think Washington will spend this offseason? Big moves are more calm like last season. I'm saying this. I think they're going to spend more. I think they're going to be more aggressive, and I think they will get more done. I don't know how much they get done, but I think they get more done than we saw last year. Um I mean, maybe it's a guy like Corey Davis. I, 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 I worry a little, I get slight Paul Richardson vibes from Corey Davis. And I know people love Corey Davis, but Paul Richardson really didn't work out. And he was super tall and super skinny and super fast. And Davis has been much tougher and more durable, but I don't know. And I know you love Corey Davis, Pete. So I'm gonna let you talk. Uh, Mitch hipped me to Corey Davis. I was kind of looking elsewhere for receivers, but I like him because he was already a really good second option to a 2019 draftee in A.J. Brown. Terry McLaurin is right in that same class. He's really good blocker. He just seems like someone Ron Rivera would like. Uh, good in the vertical route tree, so it can make your offense more explosive. Um, but like you, this will sound like I'm sitting on the fence, but it, it's my answer. I think they will spend more than last year and a good amount more because it's hard not to spend more than what they did last year. Beyond Fuller, it was a ton of one- and two-year deals. But I don't know if they're going to be bank-breaking, even though they have uh, the six-most cap room. I think they'll assemble their roster with a couple B-plus, you know, raise your eyebrow signings with nothing that takes over Sports Center, and then they'll round it out, try to find a few more J.D. McKissicks and the like who can break out in Washington. Yeah, I hate to agree all the way across the board, but like I said, I think this, this is going to be a – for the fans that thought that wanted and think that they're going to swing big and go for every, you know, run the old, uh, you know, sign every big name free agent available. I just don't think that's going to happen. And yeah, they're going to spend more than last year because they spent virtually nothing. 
Uh, so I think that uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna be a middle of the road team in terms of activity and money spent uh, in the league. So it's uh, I think a sweep across the board. So middle of the road, middle of the road. We're in the middle of the road. Um, last last tweet here, JP from Steve Levy's jeans. This is phenomenal. Should the Steelers do everything they can to trade for Kelvin Harmon so Dwayne can return to his Hall of Fame play level? <laughs> is that your burner account, Pete? Is I that wish your other it was. I wish account? I was smart enough to come up with that because that is such a good, brilliant response to you. That's an A plus. You know, so you guys love saying that I like seize on one thing and make it a way bigger deal than it was ever intended. Yeah. Congratulations to Steve Levy's jeans and to you two, to whichever one of you burner account that is. We've learned from the best. <laughs> Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. How many emergency pods in the next two weeks? I'm going to say... We're, I think we're getting Wilkinson report coming soon. So that's going to be one um, quarterback deal of some sort, which is basically a, you have to do it too. I'm saying two emergency pods. I think we're doing zero. I think we might do one urgency pod, no emergency pods, nothing that, nothing that, that gets the uh, 25 alarm bell uh, out there. I think that we're going to, I think there's going to be some news that's going to trickle out kind of day by day, but I don't know that we're going to be out here doing, uh, you know, the, the old school emergency pod where we're, you know, meeting up at 1am at a park to try and record a, record a pod because something crazy happened with this football team. <laughs> I hope Pull that up. happens. Those are fun. Pulling Those over are a lot of fun. 18 wheelers. Um, <laughs> I think. And so we're back on it. The, the answer is zero and two. I'll take three. I'll, I'll, I'll go over both you Bamas. I think, I, I think there's going to be news and maybe the Wilkinson report is one of them. I mean, listen, Goodell said the week before the Super Bowl that it would be out soon. And we're now like six weeks past that. So, and what a better time to send that out than when everybody's talking about free agency. Um, but I, I also but think I there's going to be, I think there's going to be a headliner. I really do. I hope so. Who, is, who would that would Corey Davis qualify or what's a headliner? Right. Team? Who's who's the lowest headliner player that they could that they could get? Anybody over 10 million AAV. All right. Ooh, if you're sending emergency. over 10 million, oh, AAV. All right. I'm up, I'm on board with that. But Peter? like we did we do a we didn't do a Kendall Fuller emergency pod last year. He was 10 mil AAV. Silence. You make a good point. Just, well, that was last year. Silenced. No, my <laughs> Zoom sucks. Zoom sucks. So are we set, we're no. setting it. If a 10 million AAV and we're doing an emergency pod. Okay. I'm in for that. Definitely. Yeah. What the hell? Um, All right. Pete. I'm going to change mine to one, Pete, one emergency pod. Go ahead, JP. Can you go get Kim, please? Yeah. Kim, they want you for the pod. 
No, while Pete no. is getting while Pete is going to get Tim, I just want to point out that I'm doing this pod for my dad's uh and the number of thingamajigs that he has on his desk, I can't imagine that he gets any work done. It's all, all right. little fidgets. It's all, all right. prisms. Thank all right, Kim's here. Thank you for information nobody wanted. Hello, Kim. How do you do? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'd like the truth about Pete's chicken tenders. For how they actually turned out, but they looked good. You heard every time I bit in, she go, "Wow, that's a good crunch, it nice sounded, and crispy." It sounded crunchy, and for air fryer chicken tenders, I thought that might be as good as it gets. I don't know if Zoom's blowing it or what, but no, no, there was paused. a significant pause. There was a significant pause. You said they looked good. I think they looked awful. I bit into them and I showed her the meat. The did Kim meat leave? Looked moist. Kim, did the meat look moist? I, I don't think I really paid any attention to the moistness of the meat. I thought the outside looked good. <laughs> the outside looked great. <laughs> Breaded perfectly with Parmesan, salt, garlic powder, onion powder, pepper, and oh, with a little ketchup in a dipping bowl, money. We got to go. Um, I hope you hear from us a ton this week and there's, there's a million things to report. Thank you very much, Kim. Um, I, I hope Pete learns how to make chicken tenders. I hope there's a lot going on this week and we get to have some fun. We'll find out. Uh, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, I owe you a beer and Pete owes you some chicken tenders if you want them. And the number of thingamajigs that he has on his desk, I can't imagine that he gets any work done. It's all, all right. little fidgets. It's all, all right. prisons. All right, Kim's here. Thank you for information nobody wanted. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.